Good afternoon, folks. Welcome to another edition of the Morning Glory Sessions in the afternoon again, because I'm working all these days. So today I want to talk about the big three. And what I mean by big three, I mean the lifts. So the big three lifts would be deadlift, the bench, and the squat. If you go into any PT, go into any gym, you're going to see people doing them. Most most gyms will, most PTs will include those lifts in their in their programming simply because they work pack on muscle, they build a lot of strength, they're good bang for buck exercises. But should you be doing them? Well, of course, like every answer, it depends. But for a lot of guys and a lot of girls, in my experience, when I'm, when I'm coaching guys, 40 plus, 50 plus, they come in, and I'm talking about Joe Average, not the guys that have been training all their lives, but for the guys who've started, maybe the girls who've started training after maybe a five, ten year layoff, they want to lose a bit of fat, they want to build a bit of muscle, want to feel better about themselves. Automatically, most trainers are going to think of those three lifts because they are so effective. But the problem with those three lifts is, for a lot of people, they're going to cause more damage than good. And I've seen this umpteen times. Personally, myself, I don't squat, I don't deadlift, and um, I've regressed my bench press to a specialised bar because of shoulder issues. And this is, seems to be a common occurrence across the board for people who are 40 plus, who are untrained, shall we say. The the deadlift and the squat requires a lot of mobility, okay? A lot, a lot more mobility than people give her credit for. To get into the correct position, that's going to allow you to lift the weight safely and effectively without causing injury. And uh, this, the back squat, for my, in my opinion, I just don't think guys should be back squatting anymore. I really don't believe that there's any purpose unless you're a power lifter, an Olympic lifter. The uh, risk reward continuum, I don't see the point in doing back squats when there are so many viable options for the goals that most people require when it comes to squatting. The goals that, you know, the results of squats are going to require, are going to build, are going to produce. There's so many more viable options that. I don't see the point in doing back squatting for the majority of people over 40 because their movement, their movement patterns, their core strength, their stability just isn't there to justify taking the risk that the back squat presents. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. A lot of PTs are going to disagree with me. That's absolutely fine. I don't really mind about that. That's just my personal experience is that from, my, from what I've seen, bench pressing causes a lot of shoulder issues for guys and girls, and the majority of PTs don't seem to coach the bench press correctly, leading to a higher risk in the in the, um, in the the movement. Now, I've got a chambered bar, which is like a big, uh, it's like a bar, you're allowed to do neutral grip, it allows you the ability to bench press with neutral grip, which puts less strain on the shoulders automatically, and it allows you a deeper range of movement. I just find it a safer option. I find it a better option. Maybe you'll disagree. I don't know. But there's also options like the uh, dumbbell, dumbbell bench press, and then you've got the push-up varieties. When you think about what someone in their 40s is looking to do, like I said, the average guy, I'm not talking about athletes here, the average guy just wants to feel better about themselves. They just want to lose a bit of fat, build some muscle, and feel more confident. So the push-up is the perfect exercise for that. Anyone doing push-ups will build a good chest. If you don't think you can do build a push-up a good chest, you're not doing push-ups properly. It's that simple. It's the reason the military use them as one of their main um, 
exercises because it's a fact if it works and there's so many varieties that it doesn't matter what your level is, doesn't matter how experienced you are, if you've got any injuries, you can adapt the push-up from a grace push-up right through to dive bombers. You're going to find a push-up variation that's going to work the chest and um, build the muscles. Same as squats. Back squat, yes, it does build a great muscle line. I know it looks class and there's nothing feels better than moving heavy weight. But the reality is, if you haven't got the right ankle mobility, um, hip mobility, shoulder and T-spine stability mobility, you're going to find the, the back squat could cause more injury than it, um, than it solves problems. And you've got things like kettlebell front squats. You've got the front squat. You've got a squat belt. You've got bodyweight squats. You've got split squats. You've got so many variations of squats. that the But for some reason, so many people seem to go towards the back squat as like the main movement. And when I see so many people, when I watch so many people squatting, like I don't back squat. The reason I don't do back squats is because I know I'm not capable of doing them properly, so I avoid them. You've also got safety bar squats, which eliminate some of the injury um, risks. But the reality is too many PTs are just too eager to throw people into doing the big main lifts, like the back squat, like the deadlift, like the bench press, without actually assessing their movements and asking the question, is this the right exercise for this person? And everyone's got to be taken on their individual. When I'm coaching Primal, I've got all the equipment I need to allow all my members, regardless of their abilities, to do the exercises, to do a squat pattern. Because remember, the big lifts are the big movements, you know, the, the main body movements, push, push, squat, hinge, carry, the Dan John special. The squat does not mean you have to do a back squat. Squat means a squatting pattern. And I could just say it, split squat's a squatting pattern. Front squat's a squatting pattern. Body that squat's a squatting pattern. Where's that person? You've got to ask yourself, where's that person's... Um, current level and what exercise is going to be the best option for them to produce results while keeping them safe for the majority of people i would say the back squat is not the correct movement pattern unless you're a powerlifter unless you're a weightlifter unless you're a bodybuilder and you're you require that movement to push you forward I would argue avoid it. Now the deadlift, the deadlift is another exercise that I see so many guys just butchering. I love the deadlift, but unfortunately I can't do it anymore at the moment. But what I can do is I can do rack pulls. I can do a hex bar deadlift as long as I raise the bar up to allow my um, limited movement to be accommodated for. And it's so true for so many other people. There, there needs to be a realization of your abilities. And there needs to be a realization from coaches of your client's abilities and asking the question is, is this movement worth the risk? Because so many guys I see do what I call a dog taking a shit deadlift and their, their body position is like a dog taking a shit. We all know what that looks like in our head. And it's just dangerous for the back. It's a risk. There's no point in, in putting the, your client or putting yourself under that risk when there are, again, there are so many options you can do. The deadlift's a hinge. Think about what other, other exercise you can do for a hinge. Kettlebell swings, kettlebell clean, kettlebell snatch, hip thrusts, rack pulls, hex bar deadlifts, raise bar deadlifts, and where you'd raise the bar up off the floor so they accommodate the hinge pattern and the limited movement. All these exercises can be, um, can be adjusted and worked to allow every single person the ability to increase their hinge, to increase the strength in the hinge movement without putting them at risk of injury. 
And it's just something I think that people need to be aware of, just because I've seen a lot of my clients today and I had to adapt some of the movements for them because they just weren't getting the range of movement required to allow them to do the movement safely. So very quick one today again, just to break Monday in. Ask yourself the big three movements. I know everyone wants to do them, but ask yourself, what is the purpose of you doing these exercises? And is it worth the risk of doing them? And if it isn't worth, worth the risk, then what other exercises can you do to substitute for them that's going to produce the results you need without giving you the risk? And like I said, there's hundreds of them. There's just hundreds of exercises you can do. If your personal trainer isn't showing you these options, then maybe it's time to think of another personal trainer. If your gym coach or whatever is, maybe it's another time to think of another gym. If it's you doing it your own personal training, then and you're getting injured all the time, you're coming away sore, Maybe it's time to consider the options I've just given in the last nine minutes. So anyway, folks, I will see you tomorrow, and uh, thanks for tuning in.